It's a great double play from Midlake there, two tracks in a row. The last one you heard was a song called Provider, and the first one was called The Young and the Old. Both tracks taken from the latest Midlake album called Antiphon, which was released in 2013. The fourth album from this wonderful band uh, formed in Denton, Texas in 1999. Uh, the band consists of Eric Polito, Mackenzie Smith, Paul Alexander, Eric Nicholson, Jesse Chandler, and Joey McLennan. They originally formed in uh, 99, as I said, uh, as they were all studying at the University of North Texas doing jazz. That's how they first got together. Uh, the debut full-length album came out in 2004. It was called Bamnum and Silvercork. And they recorded it themselves at home in Denton, Texas. It was mastered at Abbey Road Studios. So that was their first one that came out. It was picked up by Jason Lee, uh, the actor who used to be a skateboarder. Yeah, he, he directed the video for Balloon Maker from that record. And he continues to support and promote the band. Their second album from Midlake was called The Trials of Van Occupanther. That had a great rock, classic rock revivalist sound reminiscent of Bob Welch from Fleetwood Mac era. Uh, the third album, The Courage of Others, came out in 2010. And it was actually named by Mojo as the uh, album of the month. So <laughs> great third album from the boys. And then recently in 2013, the big one, Antiphon. That's the fourth full length. And that saw uh, Tim Smith depart from the uh, lead vocals and was taken over by Eric Polito. We've got him on the line and uh, we'll be chatting about a whole bunch of things. So let's check if uh, Eric is in fact there. Eric, can you hear me, buddy? Do you hear me? Yes, I got you there, bud. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on air today. It's a pleasure. I take it this is the uh, first time that you've ever been on radio in Africa. I believe so. <laughs> yeah, it's the inaugural uh, radio presence here in Africa, so I, I'm I'm glad to be with you in many ways. Okay, well, we are we are really honored to have you on the show today. I believe it's quite early in the morning there. Did you just wake up? No, I mean, it's it's 9.15, so uh, I, I am a bum, but I'm not that big of a bum. You know, I wake up at reasonable time, so the dogs probably wake me up. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Good. Got man. my co coffee in me and everything. Breakfast already set, so you got me at a good time. Awesome, man. Well, I have some really cool questions to ask you today, hopefully some unique ones that you haven't heard before. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> But uh, let's let's chat just a little bit about Denton, Texas. Did you grow up there, Eric? No, I actually grew up in a city called Houston, which is south of here. I actually that's where I met the drummer Mackenzie. We were friends in high school and played music together there in Houston. And he actually came to school here in Denton, and I went to another school at first, and then I I relocated here. Wonderful. But you've been living there in Denton for quite some time now. Yeah, I started visiting in the late 90s and then moved here full-time in uh, 2001. Great. And that's really become the home base for Midlake over the uh, last 14 years or so. Yeah, definitely. You know, we, we uh, kind of uh, just really uh, embraced everything that is, is Denton. Uh, the, the, uh, you know, the community is such a great artist community of folks and uh, musicians and people. And I think over time, just kind of growing into it, uh, it really made us want to stick around. And uh, I think a lot of times people are surprised by that because they think, 
you know, I don't know, you have to move to, to LA or New York or Nashville or something, but uh, we really, you know, kind of, I, I like to say we put our, our flag into the ground, you know, and said, okay, this is, this is our land. We're going to stay here and, and really dive in and, and uh, you know, ultimately found our, our spouses here and, you know, had kids here and bought a home here. We have our studio here and just really were able to do things even on a financial level of just Denton being a, a really a lower cost of living, you know, as well. So for a band where it can be feast or famine a lot of times and mostly famine, it really helps to have a, a you know, a cost of living that's a little bit lower on top of the just the nature and environment that which we live in here in North Texas being a, just an awesome community of folks in this small historic uh, Texas town. Yeah, I guess it keeps you grounded. It really does. I, you know, Houston is a much bigger city. You know, the metropolitan areas of Houston or Dallas, which is Dallas is closer to us. You know, they have their cool aspects and nooks and crannies and stuff. But I, I think I just kind of like, especially being here in Denton, and maybe I'm a bit spoiled. I like that sense of of place, you know, and that closeness and and. Uh, there's really no pretense here. You know, it's just a really cool, um, like I said, a cool environment and community of folks that, that live in this town and you see a lot of the same people every day, but you have everything you need. You know, I don't, I don't need the the big city. We, we see that a lot, you know, anyways on tour and stuff and I appreciate it, but it's kind of great to come back home to something that's a, a little bit, you know, more warm and, and cozy <laughs> as it were. Yeah, well, it might surprise you to know that I've spent some considerable time in Texas. It's probably one of my favorite states in the U.S. Oh, cool. So I visited Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, Austin, even little cities like Paris, Texas. Have you been there? I have not. I love the movie, <laughs> though. <laughs> yeah, and actually, I have been to Denton. I, I visited there. One of my friends lived there about 10 years ago. I definitely remember going to Denton. So I've been there. That's great. Oh, cool. Well, you have to come back and let us give you the grand tour. We're, we have a, a bar here, too, that we're all partners in. So we'll get you, uh, we'll, we'll bring you over to the bar and, and get you some good cocktails. Thanks, man. Do you guys sometimes perform at your bar? Or is that kind of considered to be a little bit sort of uh, not done? Well, it's it's not a, a bar with a stage. So we, it's, it's more of just a kind of a, a cozy little uh, cocktail uh, lounge type bar. Okay, cool. And I have to just ask you, are you familiar with the Seattle-based singer-songwriter Damien Gerardo? Yeah, for sure. Because he's actually got a song called Denton, Texas. Yeah, no, he's great. We, we need to get our, our Denton, Texas part two going. Maybe we can do a, a collaboration with him. Awesome, <laughs> awesome, man. So uh, you guys uh, have a new record out, well, should I say, uh, it came out about a year or two ago in 2013, Antiphon. Yeah. And uh, you guys have been touring on that record for the last year or two to promote it. And recently uh, you've actually been touring or playing some shows with some really cool bands. Yeah, it was, it was a fun year, you know, of touring that, that record. Um, and we got some really cool opportunities to just get out there again. And obviously, you know, on with Tim's departure, it was kind of questionable of how it would go over, not only the album, but of course the touring, you know, because we're playing songs from, from, uh, from all, times of our disc discography, you know, so, uh, it was really neat. Um, I think it helped to go out with some of those bigger bands, especially here in, in America to kind of help bring in, uh, you know, a, a new group of fans, which a band is always doing that, you know, you, you, with each album, you hope that you're turning on more folks to, to your music. Yeah. So some notable shows you played with the flaming lips on new year's Eve. Uh, was that 
the end of this last year or the previous year? Uh, that was the previous year, and that was a lot of fun. I mean, we we had you know one of the first tours that we had done um, with a bigger band back in 2006, I think it was, um, in Europe, was with the Flaming Lips. Uh, this is when Charles of Van Panther was coming out or had first come out, and it was such a great introduction for us to a bigger audience, and the guys couldn't have been nicer, and their fans couldn't have been nicer, and, and uh, we were able to to really get things going on that record um, with those shows with the Flaming Lips. Awesome. So it was kind of cool to, to come back to that. We have played shows with them here and there in between, but it was really fun to kind of have a, a reunion of sorts there in, in Aspen of all places. <laughs> Aspen, yeah. And uh, another big one, of course, for you, you did a handful of shows with the legendary Pearl Jam. Yeah, that was that was one of those teenage dream type moments, you know, um, where, where you're really proud to bring mom to the show, you know, when you're playing a big arena, you know, that was, that was really, uh, surreal. And, uh, we, uh, actually after those shows, we, we, uh, ran into them again in, in Belgium and they had us on stage for a couple songs to sing and play with them. And there were 90,000 people there and we all just, you know, kind of thought like, okay, I've, life has been good. I can, <laughs> I can go now. So it was pretty neat. Well, right down uh, here in South Africa, everyone gets really excited when a band comes for the first time. We recently had the Foo Fighters. And that oh, was cool. A, yeah, that was a really cool show. Dave was really surprised because they had just come off a sort of club tour in the US. And uh, he'd never been to South Africa before. And he pulled in here playing to a stadium of thousands of people that he didn't really know. <laughs> well, he hadn't been there right. before. And uh, he had a really great time. So we, uh, we, we're waiting for Pearl Jam. I believe they're coming soon, but uh, it's going to be a good show for everyone that's been waiting a long time. Oh, cool. Well, tell them to bring us. <laughs> That'll be wonderful. I hope you guys can be the opening act. I'd love it. So, um, Eric, uh, some people out there that have been following Midlake um, may not actually be aware of the fact that you were originally uh, the rhythm or lead guitarist, if I, I stand to be corrected. But on this uh, this previous album, uh, Tim Smith departed and you took over the lead vocals. What has that experience been like for you personally? Um, well, you know, when, when he left, it was kind of an abrupt thing. We were in the middle of recording a record that, that never got released and we had been spent about two years on it. So it was a lot of time. And I, I, I probably was more optimistic than I should have been. You know, I, I, you know, known Tim well and, and we're still good friends. And, and, uh, so I knew he struggled a lot of times to just find that, to find that place where you feel like, you know, a song or a, especially a whole album, you know, was, was there where it needed to be. So we were always kind of toiling to try to find that, that place. So I kind of felt like that's what we were in the midst of, even though I know some of the guys had gotten a bit tired, you know, and uh, it happens, you know, and you just kind of keep pushing through as we always have. So I was kind of surprised when he decided, you know what, I, I just don't see any hope in it and it's just not getting there and I'm leaving. And you know, at that point, you know, we had a lot of options, I guess, that we could have taken, you know, where you just kind of hang it up or or try to carry on and, and so, with a new singer or, or, or whatever. And I, I guess long story short, I just felt like and we all felt like that we at least wanted to try, you know, to put the pieces together and not bring anybody else in. Because if we were going to call it Midlake, which could even be questionable to some to even still call it Midlake. But if we were going to call it that, that we would still do it amongst the, the people that are in Midlake to try to 
to put something together. And, and, and we started right away. I mean, I don't know if it was resilience or just stubbornness or maybe even just bitterness, but I just felt like we need to get to work. You know, we still have a job to do. We had made this commitment to, you know, our label, uh, our management, our fans, you know, that we were going to make another record, you know, so let's at least try. And so there was a, a period of months where we just started recording new material to then present to our label and management and say, Hey, do you still like us? Do you want to put this out or not? And, and we were just really uh, pleased to hear that, that they were into it and, and really felt like it was a, a cool step for us to take given the circumstances. So we finished out the record. I mean, it took us six months, which was record time for us. And I think part of that was just, it's like you're running a marathon and you get to that, 20th mile and you're like come on just a little bit more just keep pushing and uh we wanted to finish you know um and obviously there was a lot even though we didn't use any of that material that got shelved there was a lot of inspiration from it that we were using to put into these new songs because obviously you really are inspired by a certain sound era you know a set of artists and we've always worn that influence on our sleeves throughout the discography of, of the albums that you had listed off earlier, you know, you can kind of hear in there what, what Midlake was listening to. So it was, um, I think an extension of that with, with the new record. And, uh, I, you know, I, I would never take it back. I, I'm really proud of, of what we, what we did. And I've just felt like it was a, a strong statement of just kind of making a, a record in not the best of circumstances and, and really kind of using that, to our advantage to create something special. Well, I must commend you, Eric. Not only is the record really strong, featuring some really great songwriting, but you've managed to retain that sound that is Midlake, I think keeping the vast majority of the fans very happy. Well, thank you. Yeah, we definitely wanted uh, to do that, but not in a contrived way. And I think once we kind of let go and said, you know what, this is the band that's always played on on the records and you know you kind of go back even to the nostalgia of you know Mackenzie and I meeting in high school and playing it's like this is the same drummer I've played with since I was a a teenager why why do I have to you know try don't don't try just play and just have fun and see what comes out and and I hoped that that would translate and 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 not be some you know departure I guess Uh, Midlake has kind of always taken a little bit of a left turn you know with style and and influence but hopefully in the vein always of of the same you know band yeah well I mean you guys have been together now for about 16 years which is an incredible amount of time and I'm sure you've seen the music industry change considerably uh, since the late 90s when you formed oh it, it has very much so I guess in, in good and bad ways, but uh, it's it's difficult, you know, for for artists these days. I, I would, I don't envy, uh, you know, folks trying to break through uh, and 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 kind of poke their head out amongst all the highly saturated amounts of of bands vying for attention. You know, I mean, really, all a band wants to do is is to be heard. You know, to have that chance, and it's it's just really difficult yeah. because there's so, so so many you know so much music yeah you know? but i mean you guys have stuck around and on this latest record you attracted the attention of ato records in new york which is uh ironically owned by south african native dave matthews yeah correct i've always had a lot of respect for that label and and just their albums that they've put out over the years and when we were putting out this record um we had had the opportunity to 
find a new uh, U.S. home. So we we still are on Bella Union, who's based in the U.K. over there. But we didn't. We were kind of orphaned a bit in in the U.S. Um, and even though we're obviously Texas natives, we've always kind of uh, from album to album kind of have tried to figure out a good home. And ATO picked us up on this last record, and I've just been so pleased with with them as a label and as as people and i got to have a meeting at south by southwest with john salter from ato and it was just great to talk to him about midlake and what's going on with ato and uh some other things that i'm working on uh kind of a, a side collaborative project that they are wanting to be a part of as well so it was just neat to talk with them and to feel like that relationship exists with a record label because that it is it can be kind of rare you know where you just feel like it's all it's all business and numbers, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk very quickly about a very exciting film that is coming out in the next week or two. It's called uh, Midlake Live in Denton, Texas. It's a concert that's been uh, filmed by Jason Lee and um, I forget the other guy's name. You'll have to remind me. I've written it down Eric, somewhere. Eric that's Noren. Right. Eric Noren. That's right. Tell us a little bit about this uh, film. Uh, yeah. Th- so the film. Well, uh, let me step back a little bit. You know, Eric Noren and Jason um, were a part of a film that we did about 10 years ago with them called uh, Way Out East. And Eric Noren had filmed a bunch of the the skateboarding footage and and they used our music on the film, which was kind of a cool thing. You know, a lot of times you think of skateboard films as like punk, you know, rock. So they were using our our first record, Bam Nan and Slivercork, uh, which was kind of a folky psychedelic type you know, quirky thing. Um, so it was kind of neat to see our music, uh, you know, with any type of picture, but definitely with, with skateboarders and stuff, it was really neat. And we did a, a show with all of them out in London that they did an exhibition and a, and a show and to celebrate uh, the relaunch of the, the brand stereo skateboard. So that kind of started the relationship in a lot of ways with both of the guys, but definitely we, with Jason, who was a fan of that first record and did our first video as well for balloon maker. So fast forward, you know, 10, 11 years, however long it is, Jason had done some some stuff with us and thought it would be cool to kind of capture a hometown show. And of course, we were all for that. And uh, he thought it would be neat to call on Eric Noren, who had he had worked with, and obviously we had worked with a decade ago. And we met up with him in San Francisco and kind of charted a little bit of that back to, to Denton, which there was just a couple shows there where he got some incidental footage but along the way, it was just kind of set up in an organic way where we got our friend to capture the audio and we made sure that we had someone to help, you know, take the guys around town to show them Denton. And uh, it was just kind of just a snapshot of a day in the life, you know, really there in Denton. We went by the bar that we have and we went around town and we went to our house and we had a little barbecue with the kids and stuff. And so you see some of that in the film. But Really, at first, we thought we might have this full, like, interviews and deep thoughts with Midlake. And after we captured the full film, which was really just a concert film, and started splicing in footage of Denton, we thought, you know what? I think it's just really a neat thing to just have a concert film. Never breaks audio-wise. It's always in the concert audio-wise. But then it breaks off to these other incidental shots of Denton our hometown of, you know, us running down the street or going around the square or a a long shot of some cattle in a field, you know, just, again, just kind of a day in the life of what 
they were seeing in, in our little world. And after it, we kind of just were like, yeah, that that's it. It's, it's, it's kind of, uh, in, in the, in the, the vein of, of what Denton is, it's, there's no pretense. It's just a concert film at our favorite club here in Denton, Dan Silverleaf, um, with some shots of our hometown spliced into it. Awesome. I'm really looking forward to seeing this film. Apparently it's been premiered already in New York, Los Angeles and London, but I believe that you guys are only pressing up about two and a half thousand copies of this disc. Is that correct? Yes. And in physical form, we're just going to do a limited run, but it, uh, it'll be available digitally after as, as well. But the, the physical product is really neat. We, we also included a vinyl of some, just some live acoustic songs that we've done here or there. And then obviously it has the DVD and it's a, a full gatefold with cool pictures and stuff. So if you get your hands on it, it's, it's a pretty neat piece. Wonderful. I cannot wait. Eric, is it out April 18th? Uh, that sounds right. It's record store day. So whenever record store day is there, I think that's the day that it's out. Wonderful. Eric, well, you know, it's been really awesome chatting to you today. I thank you so much for joining us here on assembly radio. I hope you've had a good time. I have. Thank you so much for having me. And for everybody listening, you can check out Midlake at www.midlake.net for their full discography and related media and merchandise and, of course, tour dates. But, uh, Eric, just before we go, would you like to be the DJ for a minute and introduce what I believe is your latest single, Aurora Gone? I would love it. All right. Take it away, Eric. Hey, Assembly Radio. This is Eric from the band Midlake. This next song is a hit for all the kids. Check it out. It's called Aurora Gone. 